Welcome to Crucible of Worlds, an actual play podcast that does not actually promote the deregulation of the fishing industry. Protect the ocean, kids. Last time. Finally nearing the coastal city of Near Nick, Kat and Angelica find themselves in need of a plan. The escape pod blocking their radio signal is here, but so must be the person who fled Haven in it. Complicating matters, the prophet that High King Bjork requested that they capture to be tried for heresy and this Havenite are likely one and the same. The plot thickens as we explore the mysteries of the worlds below. One last night when maybe you're having dinner on the ship, you know that you'll reach near Nick the next day. So this is the kind of last night for Cat and Angelica. So what do you what do you talk about around around the dinner? What's our plan? Yeah, what are we doing when we get to near Nick? <laughs> what if so hear me out. Near it's Nick It's not like I have many other options, Cat. You could listen to whatever the bird boat. that is. That's it's April. What's your plan? <laughs> Kaka! <laughs> uh, well, so, Near Nick, in theory, is where the other pod is. Are we sure? It's the pod that's broadcasting the signal. As far as I know, yes. Mm. My understanding had been that it was actually the satellite array that was running the jamming signal. But we didn't... The... The jamming signal wasn't coming from there, though. Uh, can the outer character confirm what yeah, I know? Yeah. So you know from the information that you got at Phoenix and your own little computer that you fixed your computer and it showed you that there's a jamming signal coming from the pod that's okay. interfering with your ability to connect to the satellites. Hmm. Mm. And you know that this is a deliberate jamming signal. So if the pod is in near Nick, and sending out a jamming signal. And there's also a prophet in near Nick who's talking about how great space is. What are the chances that we know who the prophet is? Well, I mean, un- unless 100%, we must know who they are. They must have been the last, one of the last colonizers, or the people who was sent off. But Kat, this also means they will know who we are. We'll need to be sure that they don't see us first. Because the question is, are they trying to achieve the same thing we are? Or are they trying to make sure Haven never comes down? I don't understand what they're trying to achieve. Blocking a signal towards Haven just stops communication from the Earth. Haven... Haven was in a state that it would eventually come down, and if they didn't know that, then maybe they were trying to stop the the descent of the station. But if they were aware of the, degre- the degradation of the station, then this was just a delaying tactic. 
Well, if Haven came crashing down with no warning, chances are these people would respond with violence immediately. Maybe that's what they wanted. Well, I mean, we haven't given them much warning either. That's fair. (laughs) We tried until we found out they hated us preemptively. I mean, we've got the bandits and the marsh folk. Mm -hmm. We'll just go west. I didn't like it out west. (laughs) I don't really want to go back there. Maybe with less guns. (laughs) Are we able to triangulate the source of the signal with our machine sort of on the fly? Like, can we use this as sort of a a scanner? Yeah, you can use it as a GPS to show you exactly where the pod is. Okay. Cool. And is it it getting more and more precise as we are getting closer? I think you you always could just have the X, Y, Z coordinate of the pod. Okay. You have the GPS coordinates. Okay, cool. Yeah, because I think at this point we're not necessarily heading for near Nick. We're Mm. heading for the pod. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, But if if the pod is in near Nick, then... Well, is it better to see what's going on in near Nick before we try and find the pod? Like, I don't know. Can I have your map? Uh, where is my map? Is it this map? It's this map. Oh, this map? This is, is it this map? Angelica just pulling, like, map after map out, out of her cleavage. Like, <laughs> this one is closer. So, um, okay, if Kat and Angelica don't have anything else to say, we'll say the night passes peacefully. Uh, I think that Angelica would try to cobble together some sort of disguises. Okay. And have Kat sort of, like, check them. Basically, she's mm-hmm. going to put them together and say, like, Kat, does this look believable? Yeah. Uh, because she wants to at least walk into this knowing that the disguise is good or bad. Yeah. Before... What, what kind of disguise? I think it would be just like trying to mimic the apparel or the garb that the the people of Helhamir had. Okay. Um, or at the very least, design clothes in a way that there's a hood or something that conceals okay. the face in a so way yeah. that isn't you, like... You both have a large cloak. Uh, can I just put on a cloak? Is that what you're telling me? Um, you can. That's maybe not... If you want to hide your face, you would probably have to do a disguise roll to make something of the cloak. Yeah, like, can I do, like, a biology check to, like, on one of our, like... Like, we slow down near a riverbed, and I'm like, I found some berries that can, like, oh. dye our skin a different color, or, like, dye your hair, or, like... I love that. Yeah. Dying, I was thinking dying like dyeing the hair. Would be a hair. Color. Yeah. yeah. Or just like like putting bags under your eyes or like I don't yeah. know, something like that would change how you look a little bit. Okay, or like a, a fake scar kind of deal. Yeah. yeah. Do a naturalist check and we'll see. Sure. Yeah. Maybe? Yes, I do. Okay. Eleven to my twelve. You can choose one of those things. Okay. Uh, I think hair dyeing would be the best option. Can you make it pink? No. Doesn't Angelica have really dark hair? Yeah. Um, hmm. I, we, we, can, haven't, we haven't seen people with, like, colored in hair, right? Like, no. like, nothing, like, vibrant, right? No, I think maybe you've seen some people who try to bleach their hair with, like, lemon juice or peroxide or right. something. Do we just find lemon or bushes? alcohol. We find some lemon bushes. You find a lemon tree. <laughs> in Boreal, Someone. Canada. Yeah. Uh, um, let's did say... Did someone try and steal all these lemons? God damn it. <laughs> now that's canon. Um, <laughs> um, no. Uh, okay. 
I think, hmm, what do you think, Angelica? What should we go for? I have these two kinds of berries, and I can only use them for hair or giving you a horrific, like, acid burn on your face. Well, I mean, our hair can always just be cut. Mm Mm-hmm. But I feel that the most distinguishing part of our features is that they are so unblemished. Mm. What I've noticed so far is that most of the people down here have had some sort of encounter with a sharp object or another. Mm. And it's not exactly like the one on my chest is one I can go around parading as a... I mean, you usually do anyway. I, no, it is, it's, it's healed quite nicely, hasn't it? <laughs> Angelica takes off her shirt to be like, it has healed quite nicely, hasn't <laughs> yeah, it? It's nice. like, oh my god. <laughs> I would go for the scars, cat. Okay. We get some horrific facial scars. Okay. So you found the berries for that. Can you do me a makeup check? Maybe. Maybe. Otherwise, we just have berries on our face. Yep. I don't. <laughs> we just have berries okay. on our face. So Can it, I do a makeup check just in case? Yeah, I think it's IQ minus five. five. I, think. I swear to God, if you do this. No. <laughs> Okay, so you do have the berries, and you do try, and they do congeal on your faces. I mean, people are just going to be like, why do you have some berries on your faces? But at least we have stuff on our faces. Yes, but I feel like if it attracts too much attention, it could be the wrong kind of attention. Right. I mean, Kat just, like, takes, like, I don't know, do we have, like, extra clothes or something? And, like, ties, like, a little... I feel like I would have bandages. I feel like I would have a lot of bandages. You can have extra cloth, for (laughs) sure. You can have that. Um, Maybe we could make like a fake wound, just like wrap half our face. You've already got berries all over it, it, so sure. mm, I wonder if if that would pass for good blood. (laughs) She's kind of like squishing it into the bandages and seeing if it like looks like blood. Oh, sure. Let's say you can find some strawberries. Yeah. <laughs> okay, she just wraps I'm her into face that. in a bandage. I think at this point, Kat is just like, she's already got the face, like, she's already got cloth covering her mask. Yeah. So, like, she just, like, has something over her head to, like, okay. hide her hair as well. And yeah. And that's like, all she does. You <laughs> like, can wear your cloak. Yeah. It'll be hot, but. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Kat it's... gives up after Angelica just, like, puts berries all over Kat. <laughs> I think you put it on your own face. Well, so I, I've wrapped my head basically in a bandage, okay. so like only half my face is visible, and she strapped her hair down with it and just like mashed strawberries into it to make <laughs> it look like blood. Oh People god! Are gonna okay. Think we're dying. Yeah. That might draw a lot of attention, Angelica. I have a good story for it. Okay. I'm okay. sure you do. I'm excited. Uh, Kat's like, I'm going into the city, and I'm just going to be like, I don't know her. I found her dying. Get someone else deal with her. <laughs> yeah. No. Very good. All right. That's all we do, I think. Okay. Can Cat like practice? Did I? Do I still have that pistol crossbow? Can I practice with it? Yeah. <laughs> I practice. You can definitely do that. I'm practicing. <laughs> um, you can also spend some time if you have like twelve hours or so free. Mm-hmm. You can do another research roll to try and get your deadhead code. Yeah. Yep. I want to do that. Okay. Ooh. What are you gonna do this time? Wow. We do it. Six, seven. Okay, so wow. you can fill in another part of the mind. Listen. Cat's um, rationale here is that this whole code is terrifying, but 
honestly, if she can get to the super ego. Um, so she's going to connect from the base code, a digital soul, to the ego, the knowledge of the self, and then she's going to connect to the super ego, the ethical and moral components of the self. So you want to create a deadhead that is aware of itself and has an ethical code. Yeah. Okay. Does that just make you realize how horrific it is that it exists? Yep. Yep. Hmm. Because Kat's rationale is that even if that's as far as she gets, it might take care of the problem on its own. So you've created a person now who has this code. They are aware of what they are and they know it's wrong. Yep. That's fucked up. Very good. Yep. Just go ahead and draw that in. Just gonna go ahead and draw that in. (laughs) Okay. Cat's been so um, this this code really mad on. at deadheads. <laughs> but the code you're working on is this? Uh, was it on some sort of pad that we found yes. at Phoenix Enterprises? It's on the computer that you have, the little device. Okay. So she would have to release it into the deadheads. This okay. is the viral base code. Do we have uh, a, like a vector along which she can release this code yet, or is this just, no, just yet. hypothetical? It would, okay. it would need to be transmitted somehow. Yeah, because that was the one thing that. Uh, her name wasn't Phoenix, right? Patricia. Patricia. I was like, it started with a P. Hmm. That was the one thing that Patricia, I'm Patricia. did. I'm glad she died. <laughs> the one thing that Patricia did manage to do was turn off the vector. Mm-hmm. Right. But she couldn't change what had happened. Yeah. Right. But it at least wasn't contagious anymore. Yeah. Um, True. So Kat needs to figure out that part. The next morning, the sun comes up in the east and you're sailing kind of into a beautiful sunrise. You get closer to near Nick. As you get closer to near Nick, you hear fishing traffic. You hear boats creaking in the water. You're approaching a really large man-made breakwater, which is essentially just a ton of boulders that people have painstakingly pushed into the sea. But there's no natural harbor. So you do approach this line of boulders jutting out into the water. And as you round the boulders, you see a thriving town. And let me describe it to you. (laughs) Welcome to Near Nick. Yay! You're approaching through the river, past this breakwater. You see boats in the water. A lot of people are fishing. There are tons of nets being thrown out, and there's a pretty thriving fishing industry, looks like. There are a series of docks kind of jutting out. There's no cliff so much, but they jut out into a gradual transition between the land and the water. You see from your vantage point right there, you just see all these stalls and small buildings around the front of the dock. And in the very distance, you see a spire, a kind of totem on top of the building. Ooh. Yep. Would one call that spire church-like? One would call it church-like. Fascinating. Super duper. Very interesting. Yes. Love it. Wonderful. Yeah, so you can navigate your way to the docks and tie up the boat. Cat, mm-hmm. I'm here to find healing from the prophet for this horrible disfiguration that has occurred to me. Okay, but maybe let's... If there's a church here, maybe the prophet isn't running this place. Maybe she's, like, not welcome here either. I hadn't thought of that. So maybe let's just chill until we figure out what's going on. I'm here for healing. Well, that will take us to the church. 
Well, wouldn't that be where the prophet is? Why would the prophet be with the church? She's preaching how great space is. What does the symbol look like on the church? It looks like a small blue and green globe. Hmm. The earth looks like... Perhaps not the best of my ideas, then. We're here because we need to resupply. That's a much better plan. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we Great. Dock. We dock. Great. The docks are bustling, unlike Felhimir. No one really asks you to sign in or log the boat. Mm-hmm. It seems like people just kind of come and go. There's heavy traffic. People are unloading boxes and goods. A lot of, like, fishing goods. A lot of crates of fish. There's some... Um, uh, small ramshackle fish markets and people are haggling for large salmon and Atlantic cod and it's busy and loud and messy and you make your way along the docks into what is clearly a large market complex. Mm-hmm. The docks lead directly into the market where it fades from fish to other goods, clothing, mm-hmm. weapons, uh, building goods, artisanal goods, in the distance you hear a hammer and what you see as you move into the marketplace is that there's a hill that the town is built onto unlike Felhamir, this isn't like a city that has been submerged and retaken over everything here is new you see in the distance clear cut from logging and most of the houses here are built of wood and they look like new buildings the other thing you see that i should mention is that there's a large wicker statue by the breakwater it's about 10 to 20 feet tall, and it's a woman with a, a wicker kind of dress holding a um, torch out towards the harbor. Bring us your... What, what is it? Bring us your week, your... You know. <laughs> yes, whatever's, Sophie. Whatever's written on the bottom of the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> good, oh. good job. I forgot Bring all the Bring us your week? Yeah, it I says it's like... something like that. You're tired, yeah, you're, you're hungry. You're tired, you're hungry. You know, the Statue of Liberty. Oh, I thought it said freedom, America, Eagles, fuck yeah. guns and stuff. I think you're thinking of the, the law woman. <laughs> oh. Lady Justice or something. something. <laughs> no, I think Cole was just thinking of America. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Someone scratched out the part that says, bring us your hungry, you're tired. You're yeah. Like, bring us your dead. Someone crossed it out and just wrote guns and eagles and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, this, this place uh, near Nick mm-hmm. um, has this giant statue, this replica. Exciting. And you see a watchtower. Close to the hill, there are houses that are clustered around a really large wooden thatched building on top of the hill. There's a second, slightly smaller building at the edge of the marketplace, and you see kind of a crowd forming there, and people with their goods from the market rushing to and fro. So, quick question. Devin met the prophet. Yeah. This, that was in your neck. Yeah. Okay, so the prophet is in your neck. Yes. Okay, it's not in Halifax. Halifax. Yeah. Okay, just making sure. Just making yes. sure. Um, going back to, I just want to refresh that the king had, when you met her, originally asked you to yeah. go to near Nick to get this prophet for her mm-hmm. and bring the prophet back. So the king believes that the prophet is in your neck. Right. Um, does it look like people... Sorry, just to backtrack mm-hmm. a bit. Does it look like people are just leaving their boats? Like, yes. unattended? Um, the larger boats, it looks like someone is hanging around on the deck, or there uh-huh. are people who are working and scrubbing the decks and doing boat stuff and tying things up. 
But, like, the smaller boats, people just, like, leave their boat yeah. there. Yeah. Can you take the wheel again? No. Jesus, Everyone take the wheel. Everyone laughed at me. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the idea. It's like, can't take the boat. There's <laughs> you no can't wheel. can't have the wheel. You know what? Yes. Cat takes the wheel. Okay. Yes. Very good. It worked last time. It'll work this time. It's also aesthetically a great, like, A great know, thing to have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, like, a big wheel hanging off your back. Yeah. Yeah. I'm into it. People are giving you guys a wide berth then, not only because Kat is taking up a lot of space with her wheel. It's not an enormous wheel. It's a small boat. <laughs> this big. It's like this big. Okay, but I mean, you still the got a wheel. The size of a rather large salmon. Okay, very good. Thanks for the scale. Um, <laughs> One... They're also giving you a wide berth because Angelica's face is covered yes. in yeah. sticky bandages. Yeah, I look like a leper. And you smell like a strawberry. That oh. small. <laughs> To hide the horrible skin uh, All right. There's a gang of people. Well, we just, like, casually peruse the market as though that's what we're there for. So I would like to sort of get a, a lay, a feel of the marketplace. Um, is there as much of a presence of the, the brown robes of the church here? Like, we see a, tr- we see a church with a blue globe on top, but, um, like, Felhimir, you could feel the presence of the church, right? Yes. Is that the Constantly. same thing here? Can you do me a... Do you have street, street smart? Wise. Street wise? No. Do you have anything urban survival? I've you can survive. Diplomacy even can, I would take. I've got diplomacy. I've got good diplomacy, but I got intelligence analysis as well. Mm-hmm. Politics. Roll me politics. Is this our first politics roll? Yeah. I think so. Wow. I do it though. <laughs> Yay. Did you do an urban survival? Oh, yes. I wasn't sure if Angelica was asking me about the city. Oh. I don't know that I do. Or streetwise? Nope. Okay. This, bad job. this place is a bit chaotic for Kat, and it's a bit of a mystery. But, Colt, you kind of, or Angelica, you kind of analyze the lay of the market, and it's strange to you that in Felhimir, the church was such a large part of the inner city. It was right by the king's palace. You see the church here kind of sitting at the edge of the market. And it's certainly smaller than Felhimir, mm-hmm. and it's not as central, and you don't see anyone in brown robes near the docks. Okay. Interesting. Maybe the disguise was unnecessary. I would say so. Cat looks around at the enormous empty space around us. Mm-hmm. Probably. Well, there there are people all around you. Like right, this is a busy like market, a, but, but yes, like a three foot cat. I don't yeah. think I've had this much space in a very long time. It's quite nice after the boat. Well, when you put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you notice that this large hall in the center of the market, there's kind of a, a crowd forming, and there's some shouting, and people are kind of looking towards it curiously. We sidle over nearer to it. Okay. <laughs> well, um, I do. <clears throat> you can see that um, people are kind of trying to avoid this man who is wearing brown robes. He's the first brown robe you've seen. But he is angrily moving through the crowd of people who are coming to and from the market. And he's shouting at them to stay away from from that building. You don't know what you're doing. You don't know what you're... 
You're risking here. This is heresy, most foul. Your souls are going to be damned to their earth. You risk so much, you heretics. And uh, hey, I'll, I'll see you in church. I'll see you in church. You had best be in church. Damnation is upon us. This is, this person is an abomination. <laughs> Cat goes to see who the abomination is. <laughs> um, this large hall in the middle of town has the doors wide open, and there's kind of like an assembly going on in there, and people have started to walk out of the hall kind of to see who is shouting so much. There was obviously a meeting or something going on mm-hmm. that was interrupted, and some people in a bit of uh, fancier clothes have walked out, and someone says, we're, we're trying to uh, to finish the Senate committee on the fishing referendum, if you don't mind, we're just, it's a little loud. And the brown robe shouts back and he says, abomination. <laughs> Democracy is an abomination. This is an abomination. This is foul to the earth. How dare you sit with that woman? And he gestures really forcefully at the hall, at the doors, as you see, a woman, a much smaller woman, she's pretty short, walk out. And you catch your first glimpse of her. And it looks like she's the kind of person who might have been really beautiful once when she was more whole. And you see that she's short and has darker hair covering half of her head. And the other half has extremely serious burn scarring that covers half her face. Her right eye is closed and red burn marks cover most of her face, the lower half of her face and down through her neck. But when she steps out of the church, not the church, the hall, when she steps out of the hall, she's wearing ordinary clothes, just like a regular blue shirt and pants. But she clearly has some command of the crowd and people who were brushing past this brown-robed man look around at her and take notice and go, oh, hey, hey, it's her, hey. Hey, did you hear her speak the other night? It was really interesting, really interesting stuff. Who is she? And she very slowly walks towards the man in the brown robes with her hands up in a peaceful gesture and he is nearly foaming at the mouth. He's so incoherent, but people are kind of backing away from them and giving them this space. So people actually press up against you and they've kind of forgotten that Angelica has some weird bandage thing and you guys are looking a little suspicious. Um, People give them- suspicious. A silence falls over the crowd as she walks towards this man. And when she reaches him, she holds up her hand and he stops talking. But when she speaks, she speaks to the people in the crowd and she's looking around and making eye contact with people one by one. And she says, as many of you know, my name is Agnetha and some of you call me a prophet and some of you call me a heretic. In my eyes, I'm neither. I am simply a person who knows the truth. Now there are those who would keep the truth from you, but not I. And the truth is that we don't understand the invasion. My friend here doesn't understand the invasion. She gestures at the Terra Pure fanatic. 
We don't understand the invaders. Who are they? Why did they come here? Why did they leave? These are the most important questions we can ask ourselves and we must ask. The aliens cleansed polluters and they spared the righteous. You who are here now were all chosen to live in this new world and we must be grateful to them. We must pray that they return and when they do that we will have peace. During the second coming, we will reconcile with the aliens and we will work together to rebuild this world because more than ever, we need everyone working together. And as she sp finished speaking, everyone starts applauding and the Church of Terra Pure Man is livid, but no one can hear him over the applause. What do you do? Well, I have so many questions right now. Do we know an Agnatha? You can both do an IQ check to see yeah. if you recognize her face. Or the name. Okay. I do. I do as well. Neither of you have heard the name Agnatha before. Sophie, something about her face seems vaguely familiar to you, but you've never met anyone with that degree of scarring. Okay. Um, the next thing I want to do is actually a history cataclysm yeah. role uh, on whether or not they actually had, they, they did discriminate against who was targeted during the invasion. Yep. Ah. Yes. Yes. Okay. You want to know if the aliens well, she, selectively she targeted yeah. people. Yeah. Okay. All of the information that is available from the war doesn't really support that there was any kind of targeting of one population centers, resources, specific areas of the earth. It seems like it was entirely random, the patterns that the aliens were attacking in. Um, they didn't really target cities and they didn't really target, you know, like oil wells or energy panels. They just started annihilating sections of the earth and mm -hmm. people happened to be in a lot of those sections. So my next question, if you don't mind, yep. uh, is this, I feel like would be a good spot to use one of those questions that I asked the, the supercomputer on whether or not like, as a supercomputer, was it able to discern a pattern to those attacks? Like, is it truly random? There was no pattern to the attacks and there was no, furthermore, I'll give you that there was no pattern between the placement of the runes where people know there are runes, there's nothing really to link those areas. Okay. They weren't posting the runes or creating the runes in a certain geography, near population centers. There's nothing really to link any of this. Mm -hmm. Okay. Kat is just listening to the crowd. Like, she wants to know what people think of that. Right? Like, she mm -hmm. wants to hear what people are saying and, like, what they believe from yeah. what she has said. Can you do me a street smart again? Yeah. No. 
No, oh I gosh. don't. Okay. Cat forgets how to hear words. Yeah. Too loud. <laughs> um, it's pretty loud, okay. and some people are trying to brush past you. Someone actually shoves you and says, "Excuse me, excuse me. Oh my god, I have I have a meeting in the hall. If you my don't fish, mind, my fish is going to go bad if I don't get there. My large salmon. <laughs> Only the large salmon. Only though. the one large salmon I have. Look, excuse me, but this is a very important vote. <laughs> Angelica and Kat are like, oh, your salmon's going to go bad. Well, the, the vote, uh, what kind of voting system are you using? Well, you're not from near Nick, I suppose. No, I had only heard that there was a Senate. Outsiders, yes. Well, I'm a senator, of mm. course, because... Congratulations. Yes, which is why I have to get into the hall for the vote. And we're voting today on whether we should, um, I guess, liberate certain areas of the harbor for free fishing. Are senators elected or selected in this, uh, this system of yours? Well, we're elected, but I have been here for ten terms. Is it like a dance competition or a... I, I beg your pardon? A dance competition? Yes. How do you have prove a... how good you are at your job? I have Toronto. never been so insulted. <laughs> I am one of the highest ranking merchants in the market space. I don't... I don't uh. dance. I'm a senator. I see, so I, it's a capitalist system. I work silly. directly with the Jarl, mm -hmm. and if you don't mind, I have work to do to represent my constituents. <laughs> <laughs> she flounces off. Her clothing is very nice. Cat's like, wearing. I told you the dextravaganza was silly. Oh, I understood. <laughs> we all know the dextravaganza is a farce. <laughs> I don't think any of these senators can dance. And if they can't dance, then they what? ain't no friends of mine. <laughs> they ain't no friends of mine. <laughs> Where did she go? She goes back into the hall after the crowd starts dispersing and this um, preacher from the Church of Terror Pure is kind of left alone. And he's he's still trying to grab people in the crowd to be like, no, she's, she's wrong. She's wrong. She's a heretic. She's damning you um but he's reached the point where he's just like spouting insults instead of making any arguments yeah pretty much no one is really paying attention to him um the woman with the scarred face agnatha goes back into the hall with the senators those people in the really fancy clothing um yeah does it look like like people can go in to watch the vote there are a couple of guards and they're they're different from the king's guard they're not as well equipped hmm. and they've got different colored uh Livel, livery, livel, yeah, is livery. that it? Livery. Um, there's a, there are a couple standing there, but they seem like they are letting a few people in. Okay. Yeah. Um, I feel like Angelica would. So. so I want to go see the vote. I, I also want to see the vote. Okay. Um, but I also think that the. So the the man of the church. Yes. He might know where she, like, came from? not where she came from, but it's obvious he he hates her. Maybe he's done reconnaissance of his own. Maybe the church has already ferreted out where she might be keeping the pod. Hmm? Unless, of course, it's just in the hall, but I doubt that. Mm -hmm. We could approach him later and say we heard when he's calmed down a bit. But I, it's a fair plan. And say we heard him in the streets and wanted to see what he had to say? Maybe it's I should take off these bandages if we're going to be going indoors. Yes. Okay. Uh, you duck around a corner to take off your bandages and scrub your face down, I guess. And Kat approaches one of the guards and just says, Hi, uh, we're new 
and we wa we were wondering if we could just see what goes on in this place. Uh, sure thing. There's actually uh, five spots left in the viewing gallery for the public. Cool. Uh, My friend is coming. She's just uh, washing her face. Okay. And Angelica okay, comes very around good. the corner and is like, oh, oh. God, salmon all over the face. That was <laughs> a bad trip. Of, of, of course, ma'am. Wow, I've just never... Well, hello oh, there. Do, you, do, you, do you want to go into the, um, um, the, um, the, um... And miss out um, on this wonderful opportunity to boat. enjoy your presence? Oh. Your company? Yeah, I mean, I get off at, a. At five, so... Uh, oh, you can't join us in the hall? I have to, I'm, I'm working. Oh, that's, that's very unfortunate. It would have been so, so kind to have someone just show us the way around here. Just explain oh. the things that, you know, need explaining and whatnot. Well, I can, uh, I can try to get off a little earlier. I can try to get uh, someone to comfort, cover for me. I'll say hi to you on the way out, and we can oh. figure something out. Yeah. Cat walks into the hall just being like, I just wanted to have one conversation... With a person who didn't get distracted. Someone at the back of the hall goes, shh. <laughs> they go, shh, and then they see Angelica and go, oh, oh. never mind. Ooh, the whole Do whatever crowd. you want. Mm -hmm. um, so there's a, a small set of stairs, and there's like a viewing gallery for the public on the, the next level. And it's just like one open room, but there's a nice table in the middle. There's about uh, 20 people. Sitting around the table, Agnatha is sitting there mm -hmm. along with a bunch of people in very nice clothing who are having a debate and there's one person standing at a time and they're debating this fishing stock and someone is standing up and saying, uh, deregulated fishing licenses means that we'll have no control over the Atlantic cod fish stocks in the section, the north section of the harbor, as well as the fifth current inland. The best news this game has brought me is that Atlantic Cod made it through 2019. Yeah, they did. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I'm so happy. They just swam real deep. Yeah. Yay. They bounced back. Um, yeah, and someone else after a while stands up and says, we have to do more to invigorate business in near Nick. Our fishing markets are not performing as well as they could and the profits that they would make will help us all. And the taxes will help us big build new and better structures such as the new Statue of Liberty. Don't you love freedom? Don't you love the descendants of NYC? I know I do. I feel like there would just be like little <laughs> Freedom! Yeah! Yeah. Woo! Oh! I get it. <laughs> oh. Hmm? Oh, I get it. Nick is New York. <laughs> that's why we have... I get it. Oh my god, that's oh, great. <laughs> new... New NYC. New NYC. Okay. Oh! <laughs> New New York. Welcome to New New York. Wow. Damn it, Samantha. All this time. You were waiting to drop that bomb on us. I've been waiting for that joke for a year and a half. So long. Stupid. I'm stupid glad you game. caught it because I, I just game. completely went over this my game's head. This dumb and I hate it. <laughs>
You pat on your own back, great. Uh. How is that even? That's so far. F- oh, but it doesn't doesn't matter where it is. Yeah, I it's see. just the new one. It's dumb game. <laughs> I hate it. Okay. <laughs> anyway. No. Um. Perfect. What were we talking about? Sitting at the very head of this table is a very tall, extremely handsome man. Um, he's got a lot like dark hair, very lovely lashes that you can see from this distance. Wow. So that's, that is a red flag. Curls for days. Yeah. He does have nice curls. Yeah. He's extremely handsome. Villain alert. <laughs> Beautiful people are always the villains. <laughs> no, it's the eyelashes. Eyelashes are a dead yeah. giveaway. Eyelashes, which no one can control. <laughs> um, and he, d- he stands up at the end of the debate and he says, we shall now vote on the bill proposed by myself to deregulate fishing stocks in the Northern Channel. I don't like him. He's deregulating fishing controls. <laughs> All I those think- in favor say aye. And there's a chorus of ayes. And those opposed. There are slightly fewer nays. Mm. The motion Some has passed. <laughs> The Senate is adjourned for the day. He's very suspicious. Mm-hmm. Very, very suspicious. Yeah, I mean, if they keep fishing cod, they might go extinct again. Um, I think Angelica is looking through the room for the pod. Is it in this room? No, it's okay. it's large. You yeah. would see it immediately. Right. It's like a like a escape pod yeah. there's no signs of any like technology that shouldn't no. belong though right and, but you do know exactly where it is from the gps yeah. so oh. it's a little yeah. outside of town oh, oh yeah sorry so i marked it's on, on the map. map there oh i missed that okay yeah okay. so you you won't have to hunt for it you know where it is mm-hmm. um, okay so you're in town the gps shows you it's just outside of town near some logging you see um this man this very attractive man stand up and as the senate is like gathering their stuff and their notes and um their slates of notes. Um, he stands up and he gestures to Agnetha and she walks to his side and they leave the room together. Are they holding hands? No, they're just walking oh. side by side. Okay. I feel like I recognize her, but she wasn't burned before. <laughs> it's, it's strange. I thought I knew most of the people of the ship. We probably didn't know anyone who was horribly burned. I, that could very well have happened down here. Mm-hmm. But She still, did a better job of disguising than we did. I don't think that was a disguise. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. We should probably go find the pod. So you can, you can find the pod. Um, it's a little bit of a walk out of town. You'll have to walk through the houses towards this, this clear cut, and the pod is just on the other side of a bridge over there. It's a very small little creek. A small river. Crossing a bridge. Yeah, let's go on, Cat loudly says, let's go on a pretty walk, Angelica. Why are you yelling that so way? So anyone, nobody suspects us. Are you going on a walk? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Who are you? Oh, uh, I'm actually... I'm so, Devin, too. I'm actually okay. selling some berries. Uh, there's no need to get your own berries on the walk. I can sell you these strawberries for the low, low price of two silvers. The scent um, of strawberries makes me sick. Oh, not these ones. They're fresh picked. 
I, I still smell like them. I don't need oh. any more. Thank you. Oh, okay. Maybe I can interest you in a um, hmm, flower. Yes. Half, half, half a silver. Half a silver. Really, a flower for half a silver? What's it look like? Uh, it's spiky. Can we see the flower <laughs> before you sell it to us? Uh, okay. It's it's it's, it's this flower. Uh, perfect for out of towners. I want it. I I want it. Just just half a silver. I want it, please. Please. Uh, Angelica reaches into her <laughs> coin purse and gives him half a silver. Wow, thanks. Okay, bye. I have a flower now. He literally yeah. picked this off the ground. Yay. <laughs> yeah, you guys spiky flower. I got spiky add, flower. Add that to your list of plants. Yes. Spiky flower. Spiky flower. Yes. That Devon man must have had a lot of children. <laughs> did he, did this person look like a crank boy? Uh, no, it just looked like a, a young... I'm still young, sad about a not getting to see the crank boys. A young lad. Maybe you shouldn't die so much. We wouldn't have stopped at all in Felhamir if I hadn't. Yeah, yeah, Kat says, maybe I got shot. You would have been able to see the crank boys. I, yeah. Well, I feel like that conversation has definitely happened, and Angelica is not happy about it. <laughs> um, okay, so you guys Spike can plant. walk through the houses. They're a little nicer, like nice wood cabins. Um, as you get closer to this large building on the hill, the houses get progressively bigger and nicer. Hmm. Some are made of stone. They have a stone base. Um, Whoa. But you can kind of follow like a logging trail out towards um, this forest. And a lot of it has been logged. There's a There are a few logging stations, like small huts. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's a bridge across this river. Um, when you get to the bridge, um, no one really interferes with you up to that point, but on the bridge, there are a few of the Jarl's guards. Mm. And as you approach, they say, um, the, what you presume is the captain, steps forward and says, um, halt, please, there's no passage across the bridge. Oh. Oh, we, we weren't informed of this, this rule. Is there a reason? Well, are you part of the logging contingent? No. No. <laughs> Why are you trying to cross the bridge? Just seemed like a pretty walk. I'm sorry, the Jarl doesn't allow anyone across the bridge. Oh. That's a shame. Um, is this river, like, long enough that we could find another place to ford it? You could try. It's fast. Hmm. It's a fairly deep and fast river. Okay. Are you sure? It would just It's just for a, a little walk. I'm sorry, the Jarl is explicit. There's been no passage across the bridge for three years. That's a Surely long time. Surely you're aware. Oh. No, we're we new to the city. Well, there's nothing back there. It's just woods that are out of the permit area. Oh. Uh, I think... Do you, like, do you look like you're trying to do... like? No. Okay. I think Kat's kind of like, maybe let's regroup yeah. and figure out how to deal with this. <sighs> Can we float across it? Goodbye, guards. Thank you for your time. Oh, sorry. Let's walk away. Of course. <laughs> We've walked away. Okay. By the time we're having this conversation. <laughs> okay. So yes, you back we understand. Now. We will never cross this bridge. So, crossing the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> so, crossing this bridge. <laughs> hmm. I wonder if there's a rotation. Yeah. What if we got one of the logs that they chopped down and flowed across the river on it? That's... Kat, you are stunning me with your bright ideas. <laughs> I'm 
pretty good at swimming. Just saying. Hmm. <laughs> you can get on the log and I'll push you. This is the portion of the show where we say things very smoothly no, into the microphone. The no, it that. It's not about that. It's not about that at all. Steeping that chamomile tea.